What is going on, fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Faith Revelation podcast. Again, it's your boy Gabriel. Today, we're diving back into the episode in the Bible about the Samaritan woman, how her story came to pass, and how Jesus was led to the town of Samaria to go and take care of this business. So let's get right into it. So in the Bible, it talks about the Pharisees. Now, the Pharisees, the Pharisees knew that Jesus was going to get baptized at the time by one of his disciples although at the time they didn't know who was going to go and baptize jesus and jesus knew that he was not going to go and baptize himself right so in order to get to the actual environment in order to get to galilee where jesus is going to be baptized he had to end up passing through samaria the village right and so he left judea and went straight towards galilee but before he could go to galilee like i just mentioned he had to pass through the town of the samaritan village of samaria and on this journey who knows how long it took for jesus and the disciples to get there but when jesus got there to that town he was tired fatigued even more so hungry so his disciples went to go and get food for jesus right and jesus went to go and rest by this well that was close by him shortly thereafter a woman came by to the well to fill up a bucket of water and jesus asks the samaritan woman may i please have some water for i am thirsty and this woman shocked surprised to find out that jesus a jew would ask this woman a samaritan woman of samaria for some water and as shocked as she was, Jesus knew if only if you knew the gift of God and who I truly am, then you wouldn't act so surprised or even begin to ask me for some water. And at this point, the woman was even more surprised for the fact that Jesus had asked her for some water. What would Jesus knew or what did Jesus have that this lady didn't have? And Jesus mentioned that he had holy water. And this holy water would keep her filled for the end of time. And this water that she is currently drinking from, from the well, from the descendant of Jacob, in which his descendants drank from, in which Jacob drank from, and the animals drank from, was water that was going to continuously make them thirsty. So they would have to keep coming back to the well to fill up their appetite. And the importance behind this holy living water that Jesus had told the Samaritan woman, once you drink from this water, you will never be thirsty again. Isn't that crazy? Once you drink from this holy water, you will never become thirsty again. Imagine really drinking from this holy water compared to the water that we are given on this earth in which doesn't matter, no matter how much water we drink, we're still going to feel thirsty. Even if we're full, we're still going to come back. Because at the end of the day, we need water to truly survive, but not to get far off topic. Let's dive right back into the story. So the woman then began to find out that this holy water would keep her filled, right? She wanted to come back and refill the bucket of water. She then later began to ask Jesus, okay, Lord, so how do I, how do I get this, wa this holy water? How do I get it? And before Jesus begins to entice the idea of giving it to her, Jesus then begins to say, go and get your husbands for I will give it to the both of you when you come back and return. And the woman then begins to say, I don't have a husband for the man I'm currently with. I'm not married. And Jesus began to then say, as of course you are, you've had five men 
before the man you are currently living with and the man you are currently living with, you are not even married to him. And shocking as this was, because the woman never even told Jesus about her marital situation or the fact that she has had five husbands prior to the man that she is living with, or even the fact that she is currently living with this man who she is not married to. And the Samaritan woman then begins to shout, are, are you a prophet? Are you the Messiah, the one who has come for us? Because if you think about it, it's really crazy. This Jesus knew about this woman's life, but this woman knew nothing of Jesus. And the Lord begins to say, are you the Messiah, the chosen one? For why is it that us Jews begin to worship in the place of Jerusalem or why you Jews choose to worship in the place of Jerusalem while us Samaritans worship on the Mount, the place on the Mount of Jerusalem, right? So why is that we worship in separate places? Why can't all of us really come together, worship as a function, worship as a unit, worship as a family together? That was one question the woman had asked Jesus at the time because it felt like the two were divided. The two weren't really resonating with one another so when is there going to come a time when we all can worship together in one sanctuary in one union and jesus began to quote back by saying there will come a time when indeed everyone will come to worship with one another to worship the lord in spirit and in truth despite their backgrounds despite the locations of where they worship and despite any other troubles or hardships they may have to go through as long as they worship the Lord, their God in spirit and in truth. Shortly after this conversation shortly fizzled out, the woman was blatantly surprised that she was actually speaking to the Messiah who claimed to have been Jesus. And Jesus then began to tell her, for I am the Messiah, the one who has come for all, the son of man. And this was shocking to the woman as it was, completely shocking. So she went back to her hometown too. Well, she was currently in her town, right? But far away from a distance from her other families, other Samaritan village. So she quickly ran to go and tell them about the Messiah. The Messiah is here. The man, the son of man is here. The prophet is here. He is here, alas, he is here. So as she went to go back to bring her her villagers, her family over towards Jesus so that they also too could see that he was real. He was present and he is the prophet, the son of man. Meanwhile, as she went back, Jesus, his, his disciples, right? His disciples came back and said, alas, for we have returned. But who was that woman you were actually talking to? The disciples didn't question Jesus, but they had thoughts of who was this woman that Jesus was talking to. Why was she even there at the time? Questions began rummaging through their minds like nobody's business. But the importance behind the fact was that they brought food from the, the place where Jesus had sent them out to go and get food. For the beginning of their journey, Jesus had sent them out to go and grab food, right? So they brought food back to Jesus, but Jesus didn't immediately eat the food, but he didn't eat the food at the time when they brought the food back to Jesus for he, Jesus even said something interesting at this time when they brought food back, but never eat the food. 
And this is exactly what it said. For my nourishment comes from doing the will of the Lord, comes from doing the will of God. And as when one man plants, one man begins to expect something as a result of planting. As when one man sows, then he reaps. When one man put in, put in the works, he's going to expect a certain result, right? And it's when you go to plant a seed into the ground, right? You have the expectation that that seed is going to blossom into a tree that's going to bear fruit, a fruit of your choosing based upon the seed in which you planted. The morale of this story is that in everything and anything that we do, God wants us to be fruitful. God wants us to be happy. God wants us to find joy in planting and being patient with our planting in the expectation that something from our plant, something from our seed that we then begin to sow in our life into the ground is going to reap and it's going to come back into our life in several fold in the expectation of our patience. And the same similar thing happened in towards the disciples in which Jesus had sent the disciples out to a place in which they didn't harvest. Nor to a place where they didn't plant with the expectation that the gift of God is going to be upon their life. And shortly after, the people of the Samaritan village of Samaria came back and they immediately saw the, the woman of the, the woman of the Samaritan village, right? She wasn't lying because they could clearly see Jesus as vividly as they. And they even began to ask him questions, even offer him to stay several days because he is the Messiah. He is the prophet. He is the chosen one. And the people of the village could see him as clear as day for he has done many miracles and his miracles that even came over into the land of the Samaritan village because not only has Jesus turned water into wine, he has healed the, he has healed the deaf. And more, more than anything, his miracles had transferred from land to land and people were and knew of who he was and what he was about, but wanted to see if he was, real, if he was truly real. Was Jesus the Messiah? Was Jesus our Savior was Jesus, the Son of Man. All these questions were of importance behind the people of the village, and they wanted to find out if everything was true, as it needed to have been said. And much less needed to actually say they knew in that time that Jesus was real. And Jesus' mission itself was to go out there and spread positivity, spread joy, spread connection towards many people who are unaware of the gospel and who are ashamed of the gospel and who are not serving the, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And really from this story, as of its fundamental learning point, I want to really drive home is this simple fact. Just like how the people in the Bible didn't really believe if Jesus was real when a Samaritan woman also didn't believe at first, but then she later began to believe. It's just how in our life, there are going to be people out there who don't believe in the Lord. And we, just like the Samaritan woman, must go out there and not be unashamed of the gospel. Go out there with the intent of sharing the gospel, sharing the good news of the Lord. Being able to go out there to people we may or may not even know. 
and just shed some light into their lives about who Jesus Christ is. Because at the end of the day, our role on this very earth is to go out there, bring and save souls for the kingdom of God and to educate and inform people about the goodness of the kingdom of God. And we need to do just that and towards bringing and saving souls towards the kingdom of God and bringing awareness to the Christian community in God's kingdom. That's going to be it for today's episode of the Fit and Faith Revelation podcast. Again, if you happen to learn something new from this episode, if you happen to enjoy this story, this Samaritan woman, as well as Jesus and his disciples, be sure to share with a friend, share with a family, or even subscribe to this podcast as well. We'll have more coming up within the next week. We'll catch you all up on the next episode.